Welcome back, Hi TV. We apologize about yesterday. It looked like we had some technical difficulties. We believe the podcast was uploaded out on Apple Music and Google Play and Podcast.fm, but it looks like it did not go through. So we're going to be re-recording what we uh, talked about yesterday. So if we miss a couple details out, we apologize. We like to give you guys news when it's fresh out the bakery, fresh in our minds. Here's Cannabis News Now. Coming from Chicago, we just want to say congratulations. Let's play some of Chicago's very own. If you know this song, we're going to do a quiz on Instagram, so stay tuned for that. Alright, so if you don't know, <clears throat> Chicago voted this week, earlier this week, that they are in favor of legalized cannabis. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean that the city of Chicago now has legalized weed? No, they don't. It's already, it's obviously up to the state of Illinois to now take this voting and say what they're going to do about it. So what has to happen is it seems like the legislators have to write certain documents and bills and make sure everyone agrees on the wording of legalization if it were to happen. So we already reported on a, another district, District 5 in Illinois, <clears throat> that Benjamin Thomas Wolf, who was really a wolf in sheep's clothing, was running as the cannabis candidate. Now, will Illinois legalize cannabis? I don't know, but I think they definitely will look towards it. Now, a lot of people in our comments, are not a lot, but one comment had said that maybe if they legalize cannabis in Chicago, it may bring down the crime rate. And of course, Chicago has much more than crime. You know, it's a cultural rich city of many different cultures. Um, we have great musical artists such as Kanye West, Chance the Rapper, who we were just playing, both Grammy winning artists and much, much more. So with that being said, I know a lot of people know Chicago just for the violence, but Chicago is much more than that. For instance, I watched a show called The Shy. The Shy is a show on Showtime that dictates and shows the human side of people who live in Chicago. Because for people like myself who live outside the city, what do we see? We see nothing but guns in the air, gun crimes rampant, 86 people dead in one weekend. As un as ridiculous and as as daunting and scary as that sounds, there's still humans and human lives and human stories that are lived and being told throughout Chicago. That's what the shy does. So maybe if cannabis is legalized in the state of Illinois, maybe it will drive down crime. Who knows? I mean, let's be honest, folks. When's the last time you threw a punch when you was high? not likely right it's even it's even hard to have an argument when you're smacked i mean when you're high because when you're under the influence of cannabis you kind of relax you kind of cool yeah i mean you're not, you're not bother anybody you just want some chips and maybe something to drink with that dry mouth so with that being said i look forward more towards the access to economic opportunity because as you know uh the article reads on gajapreneur.com that there were 3,300 arrests for cannabis in 2016 and 78 of those arrests were for one gram or less. Are you kidding me? One gram or less? I mean, that's like saying if I had a blunt in my pocket, I'm spending the night behind jail. Are you serious? So I'm going to have my record tainted all because I had a one joint or one blunt in my pocket. One gram or less. So even if you have stems on, you could be arrested. And unfortunately, that's how it is in many areas. They have a zero percent to tolerance tolerancy to towards cannabis but for the economic situation 
I wanted to open doors towards minorities in the city of Chicago. I know that, you know, gun violence is rooted not only in the culture of, 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 you know, trying to earn a buck, not the most honest way, but let's be honest, if you're getting arrested for one gram or less, chances are you're going to be looking for other means of making money because you're not getting financial aid from the government. Fast food denies anybody who has any drug records, even if it's one gram or less, they don't care. So with that being said, economic opportunities are stripped from the citizens of Chicago for the most part. And that's why they look towards other means of making money. And that can invite violence. You know, sociology has taught us that where there is poverty, there is violence. So adding cannabis to Chicago can get a boost in economics. You know, have kids focus on doing something different and doing something positive, like making and creating cannabis products. You know, we all know Chicago's full of artists. So musical talent and, and just creation talent and put that towards the cannabis industry. They, they may be the epicenter of what's dope and cool in cannabis. Because right now, anyway, uh, aside from Chicago, I didn't want to harp too long on the, on the uh, podcast. But in other news, we have Nevada. So Nevada is now producing what they call a stable market. A stable market is when the numbers and revenue produced can be predicted months on end, which would then lead towards better financial planning for that city or state. So they're producing about $5.5 million of cannabis tax revenue every single month. That's $60 million a year. That's a lot of money that they can allocate. Of course, they're producing much more money in sales, but in taxes, it's very important. So the thing about legalization is everyone who has legalized cannabis as like for Colorado, California, Washington, Oregon, Alaska, those are like the big brothers of the cannabis game, right? They're the brave souls who decided to jump into un uh to jump into un I don't know why I can't speak folks. I'm trying to drive into a pocket at the same time. However, these are states that jumped into unexplored waters and decided to be brave, right? So they they're like the cool big brothers in the family. I know when we were younger, we all had the cool older cousins that would not let our young selves be in the grown kid fun, right? Big kid and little kid fun is two different things. So for that matter, the door is closed in the house. We're trying to listen. The other states are listening in, trying to figure out what these legalized states are doing. And it's like they have their ear against the door trying to hear of any good news. And all we're hearing is great news. Crime is down in Colorado. The taxes allocated from cannabis is going towards children, going towards drug uh, referring programs, just going towards positive, positive things. And this is just the latest latest news in 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 positivity coming from cannabis where you have nevada producing stable stable numbers which would then allow other states to say we can plan our infrastructure appropriately now that we know and can predict the amount of funds that's coming in and even better news that's coming out of nevada is they are 70 percent above what was projected for cannabis so we know when nevada started their legalization that they were in a crisis i mean they had a state of emergency in uh in august or july State of emergency. They they legalized cannabis, opened it up for sale, and 10 days later, they ran out of weed. They had to go get that from California. So they're doing well, and I can predict other states will be doing well as well. So hopefully Illinois gets legalized. Hopefully this vote is not in vain, and the senators do the right thing and legalize it. And Nevada, keep doing what you're doing, baby. You guys are doing amazing. I mean, you're making it better for us in states like myself that are not legalized. I'm in Florida where the cannabis laws are very murky, though maybe decriminalized in Miami, still weird on the medical marijuana side. 
But in other other news, we have Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions can't touch this, baby. So in the famous words of MC Hammer, Jeff Sessions, you can't touch this. Looks like our government decided to go the right route and say that Jeff Sessions cannot interrupt medical marijuana. Now, we know that Alexis, who is a 12-year-old girl who has epilepsy, joined the forces of other individuals who sued Jeff Sessions for being unconstitutional, not allowing them to enjoy, not enjoy, but partake in medical marijuana because he saw it as illegal. Now... The government has decided that Jeff Sessions and his dogs, a.k.a. whoever serves under the attorney general, cannot enforce the shutting down of medical marijuana clinics and dispensaries. However, that does not mean that recreational shops are in the clear. You guys still need to watch it back, check over your shoulder, make sure nobody is coming around because, hey, it looks like some movement is going on. So if they're protecting medical marijuana states, why are they not protecting recreational? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, it also protects uh, government-mandated hemp research and hemp overall. Hemp cannot be shut down as there is also much confusion as to whether hemp will be allowed now that the, camp, the, the uh, coal memo was reversed under President Obama. So, Jeff Sessions, you cannot touch this. Another L for Jeff Sessions, a.k.a. Brick of the Year. Well, Jeff Sessions, if you don't know, has a world record in brick holdings. He is the brickiest of the brickiest, the sickest of the sickest, the nastiest of the nasty. Now, stay tuned for later in the week when we reveal who is this week's brick of the week. Last week was the UN. The UN got brick of the week because they decided that cannabis and making it legal for adults was against their documents written in 1961. Get with the times. Throw your blackbuster card. Stop watching black and white TV. I know Turner Classic Movies is fun, but we have a brand new channel called HBO. Game of Thrones is awesome. And so is color TV and touchscreen phones. Anyway, hopefully the UN catches up to times. We'll see what's going to be Brick of the Week this week. Jeff Sessions, Big L, goes towards you. And this is Cannabis News Now. There may be some other news. Let's just check real quick. One second. Oh, in other news that we thought was pretty scary and alarming... We read an article on High Times. Just wanted to share with you guys because we love you guys. Hi, fam. This is High TV, and we got to give you guys the scoop. So we read an article that cannabis can indeed infect, affect your hormones. We all know cannabis is very healthy for you, but people don't, don't really talk about the setbacks. And I think the setbacks are just as important as the benefits because you can now look at it legitimately and not see it as snake oil. Anyway, cannabis can affect your hormones. How does it do so? Hold on. All right, so bear with me as I am trying to both read the article in real time and also give you guys my opinion while driving. I'm a triple threat, folks. We don't do this at home. Anyway, so the article starts by talking about the endocannabinoid system and how it regulates our various moods, uh, pain, sensations, a various amount of different functions in the body. It continues to say that there are more studies to show how cannabis affects men and not as much on women. So preclinical studies show that THC inhibits the release of GnRH, aka a hormone that triggers the production of other hormones. It's kind of like a precursor, right? Like how you need to have... I'm not going to try to make a metaphor there, but anyway, it blocks the GnRH. This is ultimately can lead to testosterone production 
to decrease. The same study also found that THC limited growth hormone release, which can be responsible for growing bone and muscle. So that can be a huge detriment towards individuals who are bodybuilders, who rely on muscles to be repaired and rely on testosterone to be released in order to have the strongest muscles. So a lot of studies show that, or a lot of wives tales have said, hey, look, we're trying to have a baby, put down a joint because I've heard that weed can lower your sperm count. I mean, and studies that, and this study actually shows that sperm count is indeed decreased with cannabis. I know a lot of cannabis people out there like, that's a loaded BS. I got 10 kids. Wow. Having a blunt in my mouth. I'm trying to keep it as PG as possible. <laughs> but you guys get the picture, right? However, studies are studies, and in preclinical studies, they show that sperm count is also decreased and testosterone is decreased. So if testosterone is decreased, you're not going to produce as much sperm or build as much muscles. That can lead towards a more softer body. That can possibly lead to, you know, man boobs. Not producing mammary glands, but if you're not producing muscle, that means you're not burning the calories that muscles burn, and you are now having more fat in your body. This is all speculative on my part, but I was telling you what the facts were in a preclinical study. Now, what effects does THC have on women? Now, to dive deeper into the issue, blah, blah, blah. Okay, apparently there's a strain called sex pot. Sex pot is what a lot of ladies like to smoke because it boosts their libido, right? I mean, we all know high sex is great. I'm talking about PG. Look at me. Anyway, but people say that THC can have an effect. So high levels of THC can promote anti-estrogen activity through science is still very limited. Quote, my guess is that sex pot with the lower THC regulates the body's endocannabinoid system, the group of the brain receptors, blah, 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 and helps bring back the balance of hormones without sacrificing therapeutic properties. So they're saying that low dose or low THC cannabis is much better for females than high THC cannabis. The high THC cannabis actually lowers estrogen. Hmm. So estrogen can also have another effect on women's experience with marijuana. Over just 10 days, the female rates become much more tolerant of the effects of THC than the male rats. This would indicate that women are more likely to build up a tolerance to marijuana than men. Kraft also observed that cannabis did not disrupt female rats' reproductive cycles. It would appear that hormone levels determine the cannabis potency for women and not the other way around. So, all in all, it doesn't seem like cannabis has that much of a negative effect on women, though it may decrease your estrogen slightly. Now, in my opinion, I've always looked at cannabis as the female energy plant, and I've seen hemp as more of a male energy plant, in, where, in which hemp can make 50 thousand different products one of the strongest fibers in the world if not the strongest uh it's 10 times stronger than steel when made into plastic and its fibers are so strong you can actually use it to make uh superconductor batteries because of its fibers now that being said you know i equate strength to being something that men are very good at. of course women are strong but when it comes to just physical prowess men takes the cake right female energy is much more nurturing uh in the forms of thc cannabis that can heal you, it can make you feel better, it can comfort you, it can help you maintain. You know, cannabis is there for you, it treats you. It's like very maternal feeling that I get from cannabis. And this study shows that, in fact, a high dose of THC, which could be, you know, the, the, the estrogen plant form, I don't know how to explain it, I'm just kind of speculating at this point, but whatever chemical THC is disrupt the testosterone production in men. So that's very, very interesting, folks. You guys out there, if you're ever noticing why you're not looking as jacked in the mirror, and it's because you're not working out and you're smoking a lot of weed. Ladies out there, 
If your tolerance is too high, it's because of the estrogen. There's nothing wrong with that. Take a tolerance break and you'll be right back on track. So to recap, California, California, Chicago voted to legalize cannabis. We are still on the clock to see if Illinois would actually legalize cannabis in their state. If it does, it can it can result in a economic boom in the state and the city of Chicago, particularly can lower their violence rate because cannabis just chills you the fuck out. In other news, Nevada is also doing very well when it comes to $5 million a month in tax revenue, which means other states are grinning ear to ear. Their eyes are open. They're listening closely and they're loving what they're hearing. And lastly, cannabis does in fact lower testosterone. So your wife was right, boy. You need to put the joint down and get to baby making. This is Cannabis News Now, a little more unorthodox because we have to re-record, we have to put in more things. And if you can figure out what that song was you played in the beginning, you just may be a part of the giveaway. Dog giveaway, dog CBD giveaway coming soon. We already put a post up on Instagram, at International. Subscribe to us on Apple Music, Google Play, wherever else you listen to us. This is High TV. Stay tuned and stay high. Cannabis News Now.